Welcome to another episode of the Love Not Fear podcast. I'm David Hensel and I'm here with Eduard Brink. Eduard, what are hey, we talking David. about today? I am really psyched about doing another episode. So today I'd like to talk about productivity versus busyness. Mm -hmm. And if you think of it, there's a, a very big distinction between the two. There's a lot of pressure on people to be busy all the time. But what does it tell you about productivity? Not very much in my eyes. So what are your ideas about that? Yeah, it's very true. The hustle culture, go, go, go. And, you know, kind of having the badge of honor of like, oh, I'm always so busy versus people who are getting the right stuff done and also kind of figuring out like, you know, what do you really want to achieve? What is, are the things that really matter? Because you can do a lot of busy work and not get anything done. Mm -hmm. One example, when we were doing Max CDN, my last business, I always felt I don't have time to go to the gym because I thought, you know, I, I'm so busy. But actually, if I go to the gym and I take care of myself or I go for a run and I grind through things in my head, I'll be more productive because I'll make the right decisions. I have more energy. I'll get more stuff done because you can, you know, yeah. spend a lot of time on something or you can get it done proper. For me, busyness is also a form of laziness. I mean, it's easy to be busy. It's very easy to jump from one to another. And another thing that struck me while on vacation this summer, after day three of being out of my regular environment, all kinds of creative ideas started flowing again. So being busy is actually suppressing the think work that needs to be done. And speaking about thinking, I've adopted a new habit. It's not a habit yet because I just started it a couple of weeks ago is to mentally do the number of tasks in my head. Just go take a big length of thinking what actually needs to be done and think of two ways. And then during the day, if new information arrives, and I could say, okay, I, I thought this through. This is what I need to do. So I could get more done and it would also put me in a state of ease. So having think time is immensely important. Uh, for me, it was a game changer. Yeah, it, it's my coach always pushed me to begin with the end in mind, kind of like, you know, what is the ideal state and then kind of working backwards, what has to be true in order to have this. And it's easy to just jump in and get busy versus taking a step back and thinking, you know, what do we really want to do here? What is the stuff that really matters? In Managing Happiness yesterday, we had a call and it was about defining the next quarter, you know, kind of figuring out like what are the real goals that we're having and then defining the tactics to achieve those goals. And one of the key things is actually to sit down and think about what is the actual goal? What do I actually really want to achieve? Because it's easy to kind of like pick a direction and start executing in this direction, but taking a step back, having this think time will help you to be, or helps me, you know, just staying in Gestalt. Yeah. It helps me to be more productive and not just busy. Yeah. For me, it, it was also a, a way to kill my darlings. I, I have a mm -hmm. tendency to run so many pet projects and taking think time is making it easier to let go because they simply do not fit my agenda at that time. Or I, I come to the inclusion that giving it thought, actually more thought work needs to be done. So this is always an element that I need to balance very well. I, I like to be spontaneous and to jump on opportunities. On the other hand, ooh, if I could only act on one out of 10 great ideas, potentially, then I would be very, very happy. Yeah. Something that really helps me is having my vision, mission, and values mm. written down and, and also my goals written down. Yeah. 
because shiny object syndrome, I suffer from it as well. People come to me like, hey, let's start this business idea. It's going to be great. And I see, you know, oh, it's going to be fun working with this person and it's going to make money. Yeah. But there's so many ways on how you can make money and like it should be in line with my mission, vision and, yeah. and values. So kind of going back to this, especially with every big decision that I'm making, it really helps me to just run this through my filter. Yeah. AKA my mission, vision values to make sure I'm productive. So I discovered a bias. So being productive should potentially free up more time, right? But what happens? Time fills it, it fills itself with more actions. And often these actions are not by design, but more out of intentional actions. And then this is stimulated by the outside world. Oh, this is very busy, another appointment, another call, another Visit. My friend Oshin, he always does silent retreats. Mm-hmm. You know, he runs a very large company. He is very busy, but he takes the time to like go on a, I don't know how long this, like four, five, six days where he just is at some retreat center and he doesn't speak. You know, it's just like to kind of really yeah. introspect and, and grind through things. And you would say like, oh, this is like the anti-busy thing. Okay. But at the end of the day, it prepares him to make the right decisions and to really and- think. It's true. Okay, interesting. So what happens with him if he leaves the retreat? What happened inside? I mean, it's like he, he works through things in his head. He's much calmer. He's on, on a very different level. It gives him lots of energy to then tackle the big things. Yeah. And also tackle the right things. Zoom out to zoom in again. Okay. Another thing is about busyness, that this is like a ship. If I don't check out, I might find myself way on the ocean in the wrong direction. And to find that all this hard work has led me very little. And I even found out that the harder I work, the less money I make because of poor mm. decisions. Yeah. Yes. This is quite a, a significant realization. But busyness is mental laziness. So hmm. to check in, what is the most powerful thing that I can do right now also enables me to do things in the right order. So... Another little habit I adopted is maybe two or three emails per day are worthwhile to really think about and not just answer in the shortest possible way. Mm. So I mail them to my to-do system on the motion and I'll set a morning time to go over these. And I found that by selecting my incoming messages and, and assigning some think time in the morning, wow, it was a huge benefit. Let's add the element of positivity. How about thinking positive? There is a thing called false positivism. So you're busy and you think, okay, I've got all this good stuff going. It might hinder you to actually stop and and zoom out. It's like with the entrepreneurs organization. I was in membership chair for a couple of years in the Netherlands, and I'm still membership chair in the the European Bridge uh, chapter. I speak to people that say, I don't have time for EO. And it's like the same thing with people and, and meditation. The, the, the people that say, I don't have time for meditation. They should probably double their time to, to do that. They're, they're in most need of that. Yeah. Now you have to... Yeah, the idea of sharpening the saw, you know, the story of like somebody who has to saw down an, an alleyway of trees and his saw is dull and somebody walks past and says like, hey man, maybe you should sharpen the saw. And the guy gets really upset and says, yeah. dude, you see how much work I have? I don't have time to sharpen my saw. I, I know you have great stuff on this. I know we spoke about this a couple of times. You have some great examples about picking up the the habit of doing this. So getting back on track. Getting back on track. For me, it's 
is part of the magic happens because I have my restart routine. I have my early warning signal. Whenever I get overwhelmed, one early sign of being overwhelmed is that I'm not doing my inbox zero anymore. Mm -hmm. Inbox zero meaning I have all my emails archived, delegated, or answered. There's like just things open that I still want to work on. And if I'm not reaching inbox zero for a week, then I know I'm overwhelmed and that I will take things away from my plate because otherwise I'll burn out or I'll, the good habits will fall away. And one thing that helps me to have the energy to be back on my good behavior is my reset routine. And this is lots of self-care stuff like getting a massage, getting a haircut, going to a spa, buying myself a new gadget. Yep. And then I can tell myself, okay, dude, from tomorrow on you're in good behavior again because often doing the right things yeah. is not really hard. Like packing your bag and going to the gym, everybody can do this. Yeah. It's just the mental hurdle that I have to overcome to be able to, to do that. And this reset routine really helps me. I, I'm, I'm missing one thing. I, I like what you do and I, I don't do all the things you just said, but what really helps for me is to do something for another person. <clears throat> hmm. So doing something out of love, out of uh, helping somebody, purpose. purpose, that is actually uh, benefiting me to get back on track. Hmm. The power in that is really substantial. And I have a small restart routine. And that it's basically, you would call it, I, before I even heard of the word, it, I think now it, it categorizes under mindfulness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So doing things intentionally not multitasking but giving attention to what you're doing for me it has a quieting effect it aligns my thoughts again and actually finishing a couple of tasks okay they might be minor gives me the stamina and the energy again to uh, tackle bigger things so watching mm. the energy level i don't try to do complex stuff at, at night i'm a morning person so at night after nine o'clock my brain is mush it would be no sense to do something in important stuff after nine o'clock at night. It's good that I know that I can work with this energy. But this mindfulness is, is better distinguishing between what is happening and the stories we tell ourselves. That is a game changer because these stories that hinder our experience. So, yeah, that circles back right to love, not fear. But this is what mm -hmm. it's all about. That make it, You have the ability to make choices from any situation. I mean, the way we feel is 90% self-inducted and 10% circumstances. I have a feeling in a couple of podcasts, we strayed a little bit away from love, not fear, but yeah. In terms of feeling and doing things, if things feel right, if it feels good, I'm in a state of flow, then I lean in. And if it doesn't feel right, then I take a step back and look at it like, is it the right thing or... Am I just uncomfortable with it because it's out of my outside of my comfort zone? But this always helps me to recalibrate and, and then act out of out of love again. So yeah, emotions and how you feel about something is definitely super important. So would this be the task, the thing to drop and and ask people to think about their own the call to action? Yeah, the, maybe the restart routine. How is your restart routine? If you're off track, how do you get yourself back on track? What works? I thought about you know, because it was being busy versus being productive to assess the things that you're doing right now and yeah. figure out where are you really yeah. just doing busy work yeah. and where are you productive, meaning working towards a goal that really matters to yeah. you. 
Okay, there, there's it's kind of like maybe looking at your calendar and seeing like you know is this meeting really relevant? Yeah. Does this really lead me to the right goal? Are these people that I'm hanging out with are they getting me into the right direction or is it just like mm. being busy and doing random stuff? There, there, this short saying: Should I be doing this now? Should I be doing this now? Should I be mm. doing this now? Should I be doing this now? This is a simple mm. trick. And if you calculated your own uh, cost, what do you cost per hour versus what can you delegate? And it's often laziness that prevents us about uh, for training other people to take over certain jobs. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, think of that. So, what is it? Which one? I think assessing where you're being busy versus where you're being productive, yeah. meaning. Are you really marching into the right direction, into you know the direction that okay. matters to you? I guess that wraps it up for today. All right. Great talking to you. Awesome. See you next time. See you next time. Ciao. Bye.